0: This is Heidi Bardier. I am the Director of Organizational Development and Culture at LifeSpace. <laughs> and today we have special guests from our Florida location, Abby Del Rey. So I would like to um, have them introduce themselves. Um, would you please
1: share your name, your title, and the community that you're from? I'm Kieran Verdi chapman I'm the Director of Human Resources from Abbey Del Rey.
2: Good day. This is Amin, uh, the Executive Director at Abby the Rape.
0: Well, welcome to the day show. Thank you so much for being a part of our leadership series that we're kicking off for the first time. Would you both take an opportunity to tell us about your background? So fill us in on your story about how you got to where you are today.
2: Um, sure, I, uh, I'm originally from Dominican Republic. That's where I was born during uh, my early years um uh, my parents uh were um, professionals uh in the Dominican Republic uh my mom was a university professor my dad was uh president of the largest labor union in Dominican Republic um for political reasons we had to uh move to New York and um the life changed quite a bit for me there uh when i as being as growing up in Dominican Republic We were very well off. We had everything uh, you can think of. And when we moved um, to New York, uh, my parents went from being professionals to uh, my mom working uh, in a sweatshop. My dad uh, worked as a floor tech and uh, subsequently got uh, injured, um, not on the job, but um, he became disabled for life. So life changed pretty quickly for me and my siblings um we went from having everything to having nothing and um uh, that uh that upbringing really shaped uh uh and has driven me to uh be uh the person that i am today uh when when you have everything and then it, it all gets taken away from you um that's pretty shocking uh growing up uh we we uh grew up in, in a family where um, church was very important um going to church was important participating and 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 doing a lot of community uh service was important so i, I grew up uh going to youth group uh and uh during that time um we uh volunteered uh going to uh, retirement communities such as uh the one that I work in today and uh for me, it was uh like a calling have the opportunity to connect with people. Um, being able to listen to their stories and how um, they grew up, and, and the things and the challenges and, 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 the, and their great moments um, was very important. And I saw the need to be able to uh, give uh, people the time to connect. Um, they needed that. So I decided to make this a career. Uh, started off as a healthcare administrator. And um, uh, being a healthcare administrator has given me the opportunity to be able to, that my oversight um, is able to affect people's lives in a positive way. Um, I found that my purpose in life is to be able to every day do something where someone's life is affected um, in a positive way. For example, yesterday was a, a, a great example that I was speaking with Karen about. Uh, we had one of our, our, our dining room managers as as um, our contract changed uh, with uh, Thomas Kassine. Um We had to have a reduction of force there. And um, this is a, a young lady that's worked in Abbey Del Rey her entire professional career. This is the only job she's ever had. She came here from another country and uh, this is the only work that she knows. She's been here 25 years. Um, so um, we put our thinking hats together, and we are able to find uh, an opportunity for her to continue to work with Abby Del Rey. And um, she, I, I know she went to Karen's office. She came to my well, office, did. and um, she was crying. She was moved. She was touched. And uh, that is the reason why I do what I do. Uh, because you can affect someone's life in a positive way.
0: Thank you, Amin. That was very
1: powerful. Karen, share with us your story. Sure. So my parents are both Indian. Um, they both moved to Africa, separate areas of Africa. Um, but then in nineteen, I think seventy-two, Ida Amin came into power and wanted to do, and this is said in quotations, ethnic cleansing.
2: Not, mean, not, not me not <laughs> not not this i mean Ida
1: Ida Rameen, and he gave all the sikhs um i believe 48 hours to 72 hours to leave all their possessions behind and get out of the country so my my parents in really nice homes in africa um really great lives and they had to move the whole family as quickly as possible um two, luckily they had British passports from where um, they had the connection with India. Um, My dad tells a story about how the police came into their house and just said, this is my stereo now, it's not yours, this is my car now, this is not yours, get out. And so they literally just packed with whatever they could hold and went straight for the airport. Um, They went to England and that's where they met and you know, it's is hearing the stories about how they had everything, and then the resilience to keep moving forward and keep looking forward, and not looking backwards at what they did have, but being thankful for what they do have, and what we can do right now in this moment, um, to keep looking after each other. Um, the Sikh community, you know, is famous for doing what we call seva, which means giving back to others. Um, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, wealthy or you come from uh, li- little money. Everyone's treated as equal, and we're all here to help each other. And so I've been brought up with that philosophy. Um, I saw my dad in the, you know, in the recession, his job, um, and then he worked really hard at another career and was going out every day at like four in the morning to go and, you know, money for the household to keep us. Um, that we're a family of six going and um, making sure that we you know all these kids had everything they needed for school to go on school trips the, the school shoes we needed and things like that so that really empowers me to keep me moving forward um, my internal compass uh, as I've been raised is to help others and so I landed in HR it's a perfect fit for my own personal beliefs Um, And I landed uh, LifeSpace Communities early this year, just with COVID. So me and COVID are best mates. Um, (laughs) And what I love about LifeSpace is it really is, you know, it just, it really touches my heart, because I get to give back to those who gave so much for us to have the lives that we have now. Um, And so it's my way of Honouring my parents and my grandparents who went to a country who didn't have a penny, didn't know the language and made their way through. And that just shows me no matter what difficulties we're all facing every day, personal or professional, if there's people like this who have left their countries and made a start and made something of it and stayed humble, then I can do the same. And that's exactly what I'm doing now. Left the UK. Me and my husband came over and, you know, we didn't know the US system and it's learning about the bank accounts, the Wi-Fi, how the infrastructure here works, how the different school system works. And it's knowing that my parents also did that so I can do that too. Wow.
0: The the passion and the purpose um, that you both have just expressed is... Um, just really amazing. So thank you for being vulnerable and willing to share your backgrounds with us, Um, which I think sounds like it's really shaped who you are and who you choose to be and how you um, lead. So give us some insight into more about your
1: leadership philosophy. Well, mine is to always look at the other side and be empathetic because we don't know the whole story we only know the story that we're being told so it's to stop reflect and be empathetic and always try to lead by example um, and do the best that I can be to be the best person Um, and that means opening myself up like you just said to vulnerability to critique and learning from that all the time I'm never going to be perfect I don't think anyone ever is there's always scope for growth and I think having that as a philosophy that you're always going to learn something new every day is is something that I try to do every day myself.
2: For me, it's uh, simple. Um, I I grew up reading a lot about uh, being a servant leader um, and serving people. And that's the example that I've seen uh, in my upbringing uh, uh, within my faith. And and for me, that's very important. I I decided that if I was ever going to be in a leadership position, that I was going to be there to serve and not to be served.
0: Very simple and very impactful. Um, Thank you both for sharing that. So let's shift gears a little bit. There is a lot going on. And let's just face it, there is a lot with... um, the COVID fatigue, and um, things are just happening within our worlds and outside of our worlds, and um, so my ask is just: I wonder, what specific actions do you put into play so that you can be your personal best?
2: Um, for for me is uh number one the way the way I'm built. Um, I try to do a lot of things uh, at the beginning of the day uh, to start the day in the right way. Um, I I start my day um, with giving thanks, um, with praying, and also meditation, Uh, having that time to do some self-reflection so I can start the day with the right mindset. Um, So that that is something that is important to me. Uh, The other thing that's important to me is being able to exercise, Um, having that time to disconnect uh, a little bit. um, We have to be able to do some um, self-care in a way where you're not constantly being bombarded with all the news articles, all the uh, negative things that are being uh, put out there uh, because of what we're going through. it's good to read uh, motivational books that that can change that mindset a little bit and put you in, in a better mindset.
1: Yeah, and for me, it's it's like a means said. I I get up. It doesn't matter how tired I am. I make sure I do my workout. That gives me the clarity I need in my mind, and then the fuel I need to get going for the rest of the day and to make sure I stay organized. Um. And then at work, um, you'll see me with my notebook. I walk around everywhere with it. I I make a checklist for myself and then I add to it and I make sure I tick things off all throughout the day. And then by the end of the day, I can reflect back and look at exactly what I achieved and think, wow, that was a lot. Um, It's always good to take that five minutes at the end of the day to have gratitude for what you have done and then also have gratitude for what you're going to do tomorrow so the things i don't achieve i make sure they transfer over to the next day and you could be easily defeated by thinking i didn't get those done but it's about thinking of the opportunity that tomorrow's gonna be a new day you're going to have a new clarity clear mind and you're going to tackle the new challenges
0: wow that all inspires me so i want to move more and mm-hmm. um keep checking off those lists so our um as our final question here is what else if anything would you like to share with our listeners um, any inspiration or favorite quotes or um any anything that um that you would like to leave as a final thought
1: um one of the things i read recently was if your presence didn't matter to them then then your absence won't matter to them after you're gone so it's always about making sure you are present in the moment, you're engaging with the people you're with and that you're doing the best that you can in the time that you have because tomorrow isn't promised to us.
2: Wow, those are great, powerful words there by by Karen. Um, I I think something that does come to mind and um, I've I've mentioned this before is that as leaders, uh, now more than ever, um, during these troubling times, these challenging times, I I should say, um, it's time for us to stand up and lead leaders need to lead. Um, we have to set the tone by doing the right things. Um, keeping, um, ourselves composed, um, during the midst of everything that's coming at us. Um, and, and the, uh, uncertainty of what's going to happen next uh in the next hour and the next day um we still have to keep a positive mindset and a positive outlook uh because if we don't as the leaders of the organization then it, no one else will um, our, our people are only going to do maybe half of what we do right but everything we do wrong so uh, as leaders, we need to do the self-care to keep ourselves going, keep ourselves motivated uh, and in the right mindset um, so that we can lead the people the right way.
1: And then we also talked about this having that right um, core group, your cheerleader group who's going to be there for, for, for you through thick and thin, whether you're right or wrong and making sure that That inner core group is solid and they're there for you to any storm, give you the good and bad news all the time.